Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. New Advanced Placement African American Studies course be approved in Virginia. We'll talk about new pressure on the governor. The Transportation Secretary heads to the site of that recent Ohio train derailment as neighbors worry about their polluted air and water. We'll get a live update from CBS's Catherine Herridge at 410. WTOP at 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. It is a snow day in Minnesota. Come on, you have to like the snow because then you can have fun and stuff. But experts are warning a massive snowstorm will become dangerous, not just there, but in dozens of other states. Down south, a different weather story. As a massive winter storm causes misery from the Rockies to northern New England, people in the south and up and down the east coast will bask in record February warmth. I'm loving it. And I go back to uh, to Buffalo area, a little town called Akron, and uh, it's still we're still going to have snow when I get back there off and on. So I'm loving this. Many places here in the south and on the east coast will see their warmest February temperatures on record the next couple of days. Jim Crisula, CBS News, Columbus, Georgia. President Biden met with NATO leaders, members of the Bucharest 9 this morning in Poland, and discussed the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. He says the U.S. will protect the alliance. Commitment of the United States to NATO, I've said it to you many times, I'll say it again, is absolutely clear. Article 5 is a sacred commitment the United States has made. We will defend literally every inch of NATO. The State Department says it's extremely concerned about the latest violence in the West Bank where 10 Palestinians died in an Israeli military raid. Spokesman Ned Price. We are deeply concerned that the impact of today's raid could set back efforts aimed at restoring calm for both Israelis and Palestinians. It's one of the bloodiest battles there in nearly a year. Former President Trump is in East Palestine, Ohio today, checking out damage and talking to residents impacted by a toxic train derailment. Well, we brought a lot of people with us, and more importantly, we brought the federal government with us because uh, when they heard I was coming, they all came. They weren't going to come. They were going to leave you abandoned, and now they're not. The EPA has been there taking care of cleanup. A superintendent has resigned after a gun was found at a school in Texas. The gun found in an elementary school bathroom by a third grader belonged to the superintendent. Robbie Studeville says he accidentally left it in a stall after using the restroom. The teacher of the third grader has also come under attack. After being informed of the discovery, she ordered the young boy and another student to confirm that it was a gun. The superintendent says he armed himself because of shootings that have taken place at other schools. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The Pentagon is now warning U.S. troops to stop eating poppy seed bagels and other foods with poppy seeds because they could fail drug tests. Natural poppy seeds can be contaminated with morphine and with codeine. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Hello, everybody. It is 4.03. We're glad you're with us on this Wednesday, February the 22nd. It's 53 degrees. I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour. Since last Friday, Montgomery County Public Schools say several more instances of anti-Semitic symbols and messages have been found inside four schools. And we have news that the 
superintendent is promising action. We've had nine incidents, anti-Semitic incidents, happen in our schools since Friday. And Superintendent Dr. Monifa McKnight says the incidents, including drawings, were found at four schools. She's calling the actions unacceptable and says in response, some new steps are being taken, including kids responsible seeing the acts added to their personal file in a form that has their name and grade level. I think these things are important when you look at the profile of an entire student over time for them currently and their future. And it will identify, you know, what the act was. Also for the parents of the students who get in trouble. We are going to be requesting that our parents come in and be a part of the resolution for that child in the school. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Staying with Montgomery County, rising hate crimes have prompted a local lawmaker to pursue an anti-hate task force. The call is coming from County Council President Evan Glass, who says the spike in racial, ethnic, and LGBTQ hate crimes is disturbing and frightening. Glass says the latest numbers from a couple years ago show more than 140 bias incidents. More than half were race-related. Many were focused on black people, and two out of ten targeted Asian people. Many of the crimes were aimed at Jewish people as well. Glass sent a letter about this to County Executive Mark Elrich yesterday. Several Fairfax County school board members are urging Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin to approve the Advanced Placement African American Studies course and do it quickly. The request comes after Youngkin order a review to see whether the course violates his executive order that bans schools from teaching what are being called inherently divisive concepts. Laura Jane Cohen is among the board members who signed on to the letter to Youngkin. Watching how things unfolded in Florida and then seeing our governor mimic that kind of stupidity, it was really offensive. Secretary of Education Amy Guadera says the course will be reviewed to make sure students are being taught how to think and not what to think. This course is expected to be offered in several Fairfax County high schools next year. Some Montgomery County high schools will also be piloting the course. It's 4.05. We're hearing from the new leader of D.C.'s troubled 911 call center. She is promising change and a fresh start. Critics say several lives have been lost in recent years when first responders were sent to wrong addresses. We have a game plan moving forward. Heather McGaffin, the acting director of D.C.'s Office of Unified Communications, is for the first time detailing some of the changes she's making. In the next 90 days, the agency will see a few things. The first being a complete policy overhaul. McGaffin says she's increased the number of supervisors who are on duty at any given time, and new employees will now need 14 weeks of training instead of the five weeks that were previously required. McGaffin has a lot of work to do as the call center has often come under fire for delays in sending out ambulances and mistakes, such as sending emergency crews out to incorrect locations. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. D.C. police are facing a new federal lawsuit. Protesters accused the department of violating their First Amendment rights during the protests almost three years ago after George Floyd's death. The suit was filed today in D.C.'s district court by the Partnership for Civil Justice Fund on behalf of three protesters. This complaint seeks to end what it calls indiscriminate use of projectile weapons, including stinger grenades, foam and rubber bullets, and flashbang devices against those marching in the streets. A couple of plaintiffs say police used the weapon to that exploded shrapnel into their legs during the 2020 protest, caused puncture wounds. 
They're asking for compensation for medical bills and punitive damages against D.C. police. Coming up after traffic and weather, the Federal Transportation Secretary headed to East Palestine, Ohio, where neighbors are still on edge about whether or not their community is permanently ruined by that recent uh, train derailment. We'll talk to CBS's Catherine Herridge. It's 407. Hi, guys. It's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, February 22nd, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday. 202-908-5555. 202-908-5555. It's 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Volume delays in the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia on the interloop slow leaving Alexandria. The crash on the outer and the interloop before Van Dorn Street. Drivers move themselves out of the right shoulder. The rescue response blocks the right lane. Getting heavier on the outer loop the other way toward the Wilson Bridge. Fairfax County Parkway northbound. Traffic was stopped at the Dulles Toll Road by crash response. Southbound able to get by to the right slowly. Route 28 northbound slow leaving the toll road. Road, past 606 and Sterling Boulevard toward a crash. In Maryland, we've had minor incidents on 270 on shoulders. Now southbound near the Lane Divide and northbound near Watkins Mill Road. 95 southbound exit 29B. The ramp for 212 Calverton was uh, blocked for a couple minutes by the EMS response to a crash. The ambulance is moving on and the SUV remains sideways into the guardrail. If they're going to let you get by, it would be to the left past that crash on the ramp. Otherwise, on the main line, traffic is moving well. A little slower on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. No slowdowns noted on 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. Okay, let's talk about the weather. Here's Amelia Draper. Low temperatures tonight around 50 degrees with some spotty showers possible, otherwise plenty of clouds. Tomorrow it's feeling more like summer than winter with record warmth in the forecast. Expect a high temperature tomorrow of 80 degrees. There's a chance for an isolated shower during the early morning hours, but by the late morning and midday hours, temperatures already in the 70s as sunshine increases throughout the day. Plenty of sunshine and windy on Friday as temperatures fall from the low 50s into the 40s throughout the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And right now, we're at 54 in Chantilly. We're at 53, Penn Quarter, downtown Columbia, getting colder at 49. And we're brought to you this afternoon by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
have breaking news on WTOP. Ivanka Trump and her husband, Jared Kushner, have been subpoenaed by the special counsel investigation of former President Donald Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election results. The New York Times reports that special counsel Jack Smith is demanding the pair testify before a federal grand jury. This news comes just two weeks after Mr. Smith subpoenaed former Vice President Mike Pence. Mr. Pence plans to fight the subpoena by arguing that his former role as president of the Senate shields him from certain Justice Department demands. Keep it here on WTOP. We will bring you more on this developing story. For 11, we now know the Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg will be traveling to East Palestine, Ohio tomorrow, a day after former President Trump's visit to that area. CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge joins us live on Skype. Hello, Catherine. Hi, thanks as always for having me. Thanks for being here. So you've been investigating this derailment in Palestine. What are you learning? We've been working with the uh, environmental advocate, Erin Brockovich, and she's had a number of whistleblowers come forward. And in one case, they provided documents to her. It's an internal document from the EPA regional office in Chicago to the Norfolk Southern Railway Company. And the key thing here is the timeline. It was written on February 10th. And it talks about these toxic chemicals either known to have been or continued to be released into the air, the surface soils, and the water. And that does not sync up with the public claims from the governor two days earlier that it was safe for residents to return to East Palestine. One of the many questions here was whether or not there was an option to contain the chemicals rather than burn them. Was there indeed an option here? Well, Erin Brockovich said that she'd heard through a number of whistleblowers that there was an option to try and contain the materials to sort of, in effect, suction them out from the rail cars. But instead, what she told us is this hole was dug and then the fire was started and, in her view, um, contaminating the water table and that this decision up front is what has made this spill and derailment so much worse. And sort of the critical question from our point of view is, was this a decision that was made in isolation by the rail company or was it done in concert with the state or the federal authorities? Catherine, also today, there's a new report that physical attacks on the U.S. power grid rose 71 percent over the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Uh, More uh, serious incidents are even expected this year. Can you dive into that for us? So we first got a, an FBI, what's called a sort of situational awareness report um, in, in January that was circulated to state and local law enforcement. And it confirmed, in my view, for the first time that there are dozens of open FBI investigations into attacks on the power grid in more than a dozen states. So so what explains it? They're, they're seeing theft, they're seeing arson, they're seeing tampering, and then also shooting like this this alleged plot in Baltimore recently. And in many cases, they think these are opportunistic or criminal. But of course, we all understand that when these groups are successful and there's an ideological component, it takes on even greater ramifications. Catherine, good to talk to you again. Thanks so much. Sure. Thank you. mm -hmm. Catherine Herridge, CBS Senior Investigative Correspondent. It's 414. The share it with a friend deal. Even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. 
Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. The is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. On WTOP, here's what happened on Wall Street. The Dow closed down 85 points, and could this mean a new version of Billy Beer? I'm Brendan Hazelton. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. George Wallace, after a tough stretch for Ovi, he is back. He is back, yeah. Very difficult week for him. He was with his family after the passing of his father. He did return this morning, Hillary, and did uh, skate with the Capitals during their optional skate. Now, we don't know exactly when he's going to be back in games, but whenever that is, he's ready. Uh, I didn't talk to Lavi yet, um, but so we'll see. Um, so, uh, I just want to come back right away, uh, you know, put my mind in a different position than... Uh, we're struggling right now, so um, I'm just you know, trying to uh, try do my best to uh, bring energy, bring uh, something to the team. And he would definitely give him a lift after lo- after having lost five straight games. Last night's loss to the Red Wings next up Thursday at home and then Saturday at home as well. We'll see if he's back on the ice for one of those games. Plenty of local college basketball tonight beginning in College Park. 7 o'clock start tonight. Maryland home to Minnesota, trying to bounce back after an overtime loss at Nebraska. American entertains Navy tonight. GW on the road at Rhode Island. Georgetown hosts St. John's tonight at 9. Hoya is looking for back-to-back wins. George Wallace, WTLB Sports. All right, thanks so much, George Wallace. It is 417. We're following developments out of Arlington County, where a 94-year-old man is charged with crimes against children. And investigators say it's possible there are more victims. Officers arrested and charged Adolfo Zambrano of Arlington with two counts of aggravated sexual battery after a woman called 911 on February 10th, reporting seeing a suspicious interaction between the 94-year-old and a child. Detectives with the Special Victims Unit arrived to learn the woman had confronted Zambrano, and detectives confirmed the child had been touched inappropriately. In investigating Zambrano, they say they learned of another woman's abuse by Zambrano when she was a child. Police want anyone who knows of other inappropriate encounters with Zambrano to contact them. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Now to the top stories we're working at WTOP. Vladimir Putin made a big mistake. That's what President Biden is saying about the Russian leader's decision to withdraw from the Nuclear Arms Control Treaty. D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson is criticizing the city's mayor and police chief for saying his panel is soft on crime. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Beltway Alexandria to Springfield on the interloop between Eisenhower and Pandora in response to the crash blocking the right lane. Volume delays elsewhere clockwise across the Legion Bridge through Silver Spring College Park and Greenbelt on the outer loop. A little heavy near Carter Rock but slower in Virginia from Tyson's past 66 to Gallows Road. Route 28 northbound heavy and slow from the Dulles Toll Road past Sterling Boulevard. The crash response blocks the right side. Heading for Sterling, northbound on 28, you stay left. 
Dulles Toll Road is okay, but up above it on the Fairfax County Parkway, northbound traffic under police direction at 267. The crash happened at the interchange. Southbound traffic on 286 gets by over the toll road by staying right. 66 uneventful, slowest westbound near Nutley Street and 123. In Maryland on 270 northbound, a little police activity near Watkins Mill Road on the shoulder. Slow again north of 121. I-95 southbound, leaving Laurel. Exit 29B. The ramp that goes to Calverton, westbound on 212. SUV still sideways into the guardrail. Trooper with it, but ramp traffic does get by the left. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, normal slowdowns between the beltways. Route 50, no slowing whatsoever from Bowie toward the Bay Bridge. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterment has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Dave Dildon WTOP traffic. Amelia Draper, it's kind of amazing to consider that most of the country is going to get walloped by winter snow, but we are going to skirt that, aren't we? Oh my gosh, we're just on the other side of that storm system, and what a difference that different side makes. <laughs> I mean, from blizzard-like conditions out west and for areas to the north, but then here, I mean, we're talking about a high temperature tomorrow of 80 degrees. That's 30 degrees above normal, and To put it into perspective as well, we've only hit 80 here in February three times. So uh, this is highly unusual that uh, we're getting this warm out there tomorrow. Now, as we look to tonight, we're looking at near steady temperatures around 50 degrees. By the late morning hours, we're already in the 70s. And then it's hot all day long tomorrow with increasing sunshine. Friday, though, as quickly as we've warmed, we see our temperatures cool. We start off around 50 degrees and Fall into the 40s throughout the day with winds on Friday gusting up to 30 miles an hour. It's a blustery day. Same thing on Saturday, a high temperature of 40 with wind chills in the 20s and 30s. Now, as far as rain chances are concerned, a few spotty showers are possible out there tonight into early tomorrow morning. And then maybe a passing rain or snow shower out there on Saturday. Just conversational, but considering we'll have hit 80 degrees tomorrow, kind of unbelievable. Currently across the region right now, 52 degrees in Olney, 53 in Falls Church, and 55 out in Middleburg. Okay, Amelia, thanks much. It's all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP. Bird nerds rejoice. The National Zoo's Birdhouse reopens next month. I'm Kate Ryan. Bird nerds. I like that, Kate. It's 421. Okay, let's see what's news today. Uh, the morning paper blues, huh? Oh, bad, bad, worse. Wait. Uh-oh. No, good news. The General Assembly in Richmond is working on a law to help Dominion Energy customers. If it passes, it's going to lower the cost of electricity. Uh, let me see. Right here. Wow, you're right. It saves Dominion Energy customers at least $350 million. Is it law? Mm, not yet, but I sure hope it passes. Great. Now pass me the comics. Legislation being considered by the Virginia General Assembly strengthens regulatory oversight and saves customers at least $350 million. That means a savings of about 6 to $7 a month for the average residential user, according to the State Corporation Commission, the agency that regulates utilities in Virginia. It's common sense rate relief that helps us continue doing what we do best, meeting the needs of our customers. To take action, visit dominionenergy.com forward slash rate relief. Paid for by Dominion Energy. Hi, I'm Rich Moresco, president of Ryko Kitchen and Bath. At Ryko, we understand the fears of remodeling. That's why we expertly guide you through the process to create the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. 
With trusted brands like Merillat, Ryko has provided excellence in design, products, installation, and world-class service from start to finish for over 70 years. Your vision, our expertise. It's time to love your space again. Visit one of our 23 Ryko kitchen and bath showrooms today or request an appointment online at reico.com. Life doesn't stop when the economy is uncertain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does and is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. This is WTOP News. It's 423. Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin announced back in December that he'd been diagnosed with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. Now months into treatment, the Montgomery County Democrat gave an update to his supporters. I'm midway through my treatments here. I've done three of six rounds of chemotherapy, and you guys have completely... uh, bolstered my courage and my confidence. Since his diagnosis, members of the Progressive Change Campaign Committee have sent him thousands of letters wishing him well. During a video call with supporters, Raskin also showed off his now signature bandana from his rock idol Steve Van Zant from the E Street Band. 424, they eat the insects that bug us. They serenade us. And soon you can get a close-up look at migratory birds that pass through our region at the Smithsonian National Zoo's renovated birdhouse. Enter the birdhouse at the Smithsonian National Zoo and you start at the Delaware Bay. Sarah Halliger, curator of birds on what you'll see there. Uh, a red knot and ruddy turnstone. We have a lot of sanderling. We have semi-palmated plovers, semi-palmated sandpipers. Step into the next aviary to the northern Great Plains where keeper Jennifer Ferraro brings you to the prairie pothole region, often called the world's duck factory because... 90% of duck species all breed there. Without that particular habitat, we lose a lot of the native duck species that we see that migrate through this area each Year. The birdhouse will open to the public March 13th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. How's it going, Brennan? Hillary with Fed meeting minutes pointing to more interest rate hikes to come. Markets closed mixed today with the Dow down 85 while the Nasdaq gained 15. S&P lost 6. What is the most important thing to Gen Z college students when it comes to a new job? A report from Handshake says it's job stability, just a bit higher than those who say benefits are important, followed by a high starting salary. On average, by the way, the starting salary Gen Z grads consider high is $82,000 a year. Call him Bill the Beer Man. Bill Gates has acquired a minority stake in Heineken Holding. That's the controlling shareholder of the world's second largest brewer. The price tag? About $902 million. Bloomberg reports Gates bought shares individually and through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. No comment yet from the foundation or Heineken. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Virginia Railway Express, VRE.org. Forget the traffic jams and parking. Ride VRE. There's plenty of room for your bike or luggage on their trains. Find your next ride at VRE.org. Up ahead on WTOP, breaking news. Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner. 
subpoenaed. We'll have the story ahead at 426. Save big during Court Furniture Outlet's President's Day sale event. Are you looking to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable? Maybe furnish a vacation home. Don't pay high retail prices. Court prices are always super low because they lease their high quality furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the